is my wish and my prayer that I may speak in the name of the living God, who is Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. I think we can take from the Gospel reading exactly how Hannah ended up here and why she wasn't able to minister in Crowthorn. Sat in the photocopying room at church at half past 11 on Friday night, while the copier churned out shiny orders of service for Sunday, I started to think, what is this life that Hannah has chosen? Why am I here at this time of night? Why am I not in bed? What is it that Hannah has signed up for? The church explains what it means by priesthood at ordination services. Many of you will have heard those beautiful poetic words read by the bishop only last Saturday. To be servants and shepherds among the people, messengers, watchmen, stewards, to grow into the likeness of God. With all God's people, they are to tell the story of God's love. And so it goes on, this aspirational litany which says wonderful things and calls us ever onward. But it isn't that grounded in the routine of daily life. It doesn't say what it actually looks like. And if you took a straw poll in the shops by the crossroads in town about what a priest does, I think you get a range of different opinions drawn from personal experience, drawn from uh, Vicar of Dibley or Rev. At least one person would say those words every priest comes to hate. You only work on Sundays. <laughs> and another way of finding out what a priest is, what a priest does, I think, would be to ask you, to get some of you to give the sermon, because all of you know what it is to be priested to, which isn't a word, but might catch on. Hopefully you'd use, use words like kindness, care, support, presence, proclamation the people who are paid to pray and be still the people who bless the priest is called to bury her own needs so the community can share in bread and wine it's to be called to encourage the pilgrim people of God on their journey and to invite others to join the adventure as well what I would say 12 years down the line from my own ordination as priest is that it's impossible to separate the priest from the person which is what Paul is talking about in his second letter to the Corinthians Paul is saying that I wish I were more impressive I wish I were um, more um, attractive to look at I wish this thorn could be taken away from me but actually it's in his weakness that God is glorified, that people are drawn to God through him, precisely because he is human and normal, precisely because he isn't a great dramatic presence, a great charismatic, engaging person. So what I'd say today is that God called you, Hannah, and the way you minister, the way you treat people, the things you choose to do and not to do, what you worry and care and pray about, those are all the outworkings of who God called, which was you. 
And I would say as well, remember who you serve, both God and God's precious people, those who know his face and those who do not, perhaps especially those who do not. You don't really serve the diocese, though they sort of pay you. You don't primarily serve the people in the pews here, though you do. You don't serve the Church of England, glorious though she is. Part of the beauty of the parish system is that you're given a role across the whole parish. Those who come to church and think you're their priest, and those who don't and don't. The diocese gives you money so you can eat. The people here are your fellow pilgrims, your team. The Church of England is a key which opens many doors. But never forget that it's God and the people Jesus died for who you serve, which is to say, everyone. And I would say as well to Hannah today, priesthood is fun. Life is fun. Ministry is fun. Leadership is fun. And when it stops being fun, you need to find out why and fix it quickly. And I would say as well, people might need you, but they don't own you. Protect yourself, because to be honest, no one else will do that for you. I know a lot of clergy in danger of an early grave through overwork. I know very few who are likely to die in the next few months of boredom. So remember, you're called to be and not to do. Remember, you're called to be a person of prayer and stillness in a rushing world. Finally, I would say to Hannah, quoting someone wiser than I, preside at the altar as if this were the first, the last, the only time. And I would say more, not only this, but everything. Take assemblies, do funeral visits, seize those passing conversations, wrestle with the Gospels as if this were the first, the last, the only time. And I would say, being ordained is an immense privilege, but being baptised is what truly counts, where it all begins, the root and foundation of your whole being, where you learn to start living as a beloved child of God. And I would say the same to you. It all starts with baptism. All of us are called to live lives of response to the outpouring of love on the cross and the outpouring of water at baptism. Through the cross, we are loved by God into wholeness and relationship. In the font, we are set free of all that ensnares and entangles. And we are all, all of us, sent out at baptism and every Eucharist to be light in a dark world, to be hope in a fragile world, to be love in a broken world, because we are God's people, loved, redeemed, forgiven, made whole again by his love. That call to be disciples, that call to heal and serve, to love and hold, to be a light, is given to us in baptism, not only, not chiefly in ordination. It is our call, it is our challenge. Clergy have a specific role but all of us have 
a specific role to play in whatever area of ministry we work. Whether we are prayers, leaders of youth groups, musicians, organisers, people who make things possible behind the scenes. Whatever we do, it is part of our individual, unique response to God's call for all of us to follow uh, baptism. Don't think for a moment that the church's mission and ministry is somehow the job of the clergy. That would be a very bad idea indeed. The mission of God, the requirement to share the good news and to be good news, to build the kingdom and to be the kingdom, is given to the whole church, which is to say us, which is to say you. Mission and service are the task and joy of the whole church of God, working together with all of our different skills and insights and opportunities and experiences. We respond to God's call out of who we are, called together to tell the story of God's love in this building and beyond these walls as well. It is an immense responsibility and a great adventure. It is our responsibility. It is our adventure together.